Hello and welcome. It's another Tuesday. It's another Filmmakers Podcast. For those that are interested, my Food for Thought documentary crowdfunder is 75% funded. Oh my gosh, yes it is. We have eight days left. Seven now? We have a week left now. If you listen to this podcast and you like us, why not? Give us a little, go on, retweet, if nothing else. A little donation if you can. Um, crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash food for thought. It's the last week. I'm going to have to push it. Ah, do your best. Do your worst. Help me out. Help me and Dan out uh, and get us through this. It's been really hard uh, and emotional. And 75% is amazing, but it's all or nothing. So it's all or nothing. <laughs> It'd be such a shame. God, it'd be such a shame. So yeah, I'm going to tell you all about how to run a crowdfunder in a future podcast when I actually get successful at it. (laughs) Then I'll tell you about it. For those that aren't interested in me telling you about that, I hope you sat there uncomfortably during that. Um, If you didn't skip forward, if you didn't skip forward, a lot of people do the intros of podcasts, especially probably mine, try not to ramble on. But what I try to do is give you some important information about indie filmmaking, about discounts we have, etc., etc., So what I thought I'd do is drop you a little tip, a filmmaking tip within the introduction at one point every week from now on. You have to wait for it. It's not coming right now. Um, Okay, so that's the crowdfunder. What's next? What am I saying next? I have no idea. Okay, today's podcast is with the fantastic James Bush. He's a filmmaker, director, he's a writer... And he made uh, the about-to-be-released Cannibals and Carpet Fitters. It's getting released on May the 20th, not long away, but you can pre-order the film now. It is also available in the US right now. It's available now. You can go watch this fantastic film. And we talked to him about how we made this brilliant comedy horror with splashes of gore. And the gore is wonderful. It's funny. It's brilliant. Some great performances. You are going to enjoy this film. He also made the fan film Predator, Dark Ages, which has had over six million hits on YouTube. I'm going to check that now and just make sure I'm correct. Six million! Yeah, wow. So that's really cool. And joining James and me is my guest host, which is Andrew Roger, the DP, Andrew Roger, cinematographer, Andrew Roger, no less, who DOP'd The World of Darkness, The Dare, uh, The Heart of the Forest, and my upcoming King Arthur project, He's also done other projects for other people as well, but, you know, obviously. Um, but if you do want to find out more about him, go to 35millimeterdop.com where you can see all his work. He's guest hosting with me today, um, but what a lovely guy. Okay, anyone wanting to submit their films to Raindance, with us, you get a 20% discount. You know what I said a minute ago about getting tips and tricks and discounts and stuff? Well, here's a discount for you. 20% off when you apply to Raindance. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is special, it is for you. Short film people, you've got a short film at the moment, it's basically 20 quid to enter with that 20% off discount. Wow, Uh, feature filmmakers, get them in now, now's a good time when the early doors get watched early, get on the list, it's important. So if you want that, the early bird discount, uh, you can get that until the the 26th of April. The discount code is podcast 20 link for that is in the show notes not only is it a biffa qualifying festival it is a bafta qualifying festival and guess what 
it's Oscar qualifying as well. So why not? What have you got to lose? Um, there you go. Links in the show notes. It's Rain Dance. We love Rain Dance. Thank you. Okay, here's a tip for you. Here's today's tip. You already have a unique set of skills and talents. You've already got it. Sometimes we don't realise it's already inside us. But it's how you get that out. That's the key. But the thing is, maybe it's already coming out. You know, you're already doing it in your everyday lives. When you're writing that script, or you're struggling to write the script, or you want to write that script, what do you do about it? Well, you write from your heart. You write what you know. You don't necessarily have to follow the books and the structures and the rules, the three-act structures. You don't have to do that. You can just write. You can hone it later. Just get to the end and go, oh my gosh, I've finished the screenplay and there's nothing better. Those screenwriters out there who know that feeling know what I'm talking about. It's incredible. And you may think you can't write because you wait for a big job to come through or you can't get that film made because you need more money to do that. You need money, money, money. Everything's about money. But the real wealth is in you. You are the wealth. Because if you create a story, a unique, original story that no one else has in the world, there's your wealth. Instantly, that is worth something. It's worth a huge amount. You know what? Someone might buy that off you. Someone might like it. Someone might go, hey, I want to make that. Boom. Suddenly you're in a different circle. But if you don't have that product, you don't have anything. Because everything you've learned on your journey hasn't been a waste of time. And all that stuff you've been through in your life is not meaningless. It's a gold mine of information for you to take forward, to put into your script, into your film projects, or in your life. Use it. So the little tip for today is what's inside you? What is the wealth that you have inside you that you can give to your project or just to the world generally? But it's you. You are already special. And I want you to know that. Okay, let's get to today's podcast with myself, Giles Alderson, and with Andrew Roger as my guest host, and with the fantastic James Bush. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. If you do, please like, share, subscribe, all the rest of it on iTunes. And if you don't, then you can go yourselves. Okay, here is this week's Filmmakers Podcast. It's my absolute delight to welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast, James Bush. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Thank you for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. It's a, it's a delight to have you, actually. Oh, brilliant. We've been talking, I, in my mind, you've been someone I wanted to get on for a little while. And then we met at Ross Boyask's Christmas Yeah, that do? was it, sort of Christmas meet-up. Yeah. And it was Drinks. like, great. Because a few people have suggested you to come on the podcast. I can't remember who they are. Yeah, no one's Amazing ever, people. No one's ever mentioned me to do it. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So when I met you, it was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> And let's do it. And here we are. It's great. Uh, my co-host today is Andrew Roger. It's Andrew Roger, everyone. Um, DLP, Sleepy. cinematographer. Andrew Roger. Holder of camera. Person. Amazing. Holder of pointer of cameras. Welcome to Jaws, my co-host today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're in my... On? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. We're in my office come loft, come mess space. 
Well, there's a bed down there, actually, if you look down oh, there. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. Just in case, right, for those long, yeah. long nights. Oh, I was looking at the dog bed. There is a dog bed. Beyond the dog bed. Beyond the dog bed. There's <laughs> yeah. another a, bed. There's another bed where you could sleep if you wanted wow. to. Not you. I'm not looking what? at you. I'm saying you. You were looking at The people listening. <laughs> you get lots of emails now. People just want to come stay here. Yeah. You should Basically, be careful yeah. where mm, you word It's that. fine. They don't know where I live. That's a side <laughs> hustle, isn't it? Um, he lives <laughs> at... <laughs> <laughs> they might know where I live, um, but anyway, you wouldn't want to stay here. It's, it's yeah, he wouldn't. It's pleasant, but you know, what do you think, James? Is it pleasant? Yeah, it's very nice. Right, yeah, I'd come stay here. There you go. I've actually got my pajamas, so I'm not, nice. not going anywhere soon. So have you slumber party? That's really presumptuous. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know we get on. But... I brought a toothbrush, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should never forget it. Never forget it. So let's talk to james about how okay. you started in this business because you've got some great credits obviously uh cannibals and carpet fitters is out now and is brilliant um but that started off as a short you made predator dark ages and that yeah. won many many awards you've made other shorts as well including trapped but how did you start in the business what was it that made you want to be a director in a film oh literally it's just you know when i was about seven or just seen a few movies when i was young like indiana jones and and just literally that was it i just wanted to make films i mean i originally started off thinking i wanted to be an actor okay um and we was able to get hold of like a really cheap vhs camera and i soon realized no i should stay behind the camera because i'm really (laughs) bad at it but you know and it was just a case of that and then uh me and my friends would just make saturday movies yeah and on the summer holidays you know and i'm a huge zombie fan Oh yeah. Oh well, obviously. Right. Yeah. My, that's what, that's one of the things that got me into films. Is my dad when I was like seven would sit me down, and make me watch zombie films like <laughs> Dawn of the Dead and <laughs> stuff. Seven. Like I think that's why I like horror films yeah. and gore because he was yeah, like, "Watch right? this." I loved him because I was a bit unstable on the Day of the Dead. Yeah. When yeah. like the guys guts and their reason didn't yeah. when they're eating from that. I remember. That was like the eating part was fine, but it's this bit where she <sighs> had a dream and the, okay guy, that. the guy like got out of bed and his stomach fell out. Oh. And I, I was eight or nine, and I was like, okay, that's too much. Yeah, dad. I'll come, come back down a couple now. of years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so big fan of zombie films, and mm. but you know, there's so many zombie films, right? So I'm zombie. like, you know, what? I'm gonna wait till it's died down, then I'm gonna come back and make my zombie film, Same right? Wave. Yeah, nice, but. I've had this zombie film, no lie. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, I've had this sitting on this idea. I can tell you now because it's done for about 15 years. Yeah. Like 15 years. I've been like, you know, one day when I've got the money, I'll make this film. Nice. And it was, I was going to make, I swear to God, Ocean's Eleven yeah. in a zombie film. And my plot was cities oh. were getting... And like my dad likes the old slow zombies. Yes. And I, and I, but yeah, you know, sure. I understand the far zombies. So this one was, I was like, okay, you know what? When you become a zombie, you're the fast. And after six months, you become the slow ones. You know, it's great. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so what they do, they quarantine cities and they're controlling the situation and it's like that. But these bank robbers go into a city that's just been quarantined because there's a bank full of gold or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was my plot. I was like, you know, it'd be really great. Sounds great. And, and I have to sneak past the army first on quarantine, get in there and do this robbery. And then what did I read like? Something the other day. I read yeah, something like about last week, a similar Zach Snyder's doing for Netflix. That's right. Ocean's zom- Eleven. A zombie film That's in Las Vegas when they go in and do a bank job. I was like, well, there goes that film. <laughs> do you know what? It's really annoying when you've got a script or you've got an idea you've had for ages. Because you can't do nothing about it, can you? And someone else makes it. Yeah, you can't do because, anything about no, it, can you? You're except like... make your own version. I mean, there is that. It's like, well, hang on. Twinsies, yeah. Twinsies. And it's yeah. actually, there's, it's not a bad idea. Go, yeah. well, sod it. Yeah, you know that film that Zack Snyder did? It's exactly like that, but a lot lower budget. <laughs> yeah. So, 
you win? Do you win? Yeah, because yeah, if Zach's going to work. Yeah, if, if Zach's yeah. going to do it. I, I'd suggest keep doing it anyway. Uh, well, I wasn't planning. I, I wanted to go big with it, like a whole... Yeah. Oh, oh, like yeah. Zack Snyder yeah. big. Yeah, I wasn't going to do like a little small one where it's like about four people in, in a house, yeah. even though it's meant to be a whole city of zombies. You could do three <laughs> people in this loft, <laughs> and we all start attacking each other yeah. through the grapes. The grapes go inside the Grapes us. of Wrath, we're back yeah. on that again. And, yeah, we're back on that, or, it's right, a great idea. what if it's a city of bank robbers, and then some zombies trying to go in? And <laughs> <laughs> there's a twist. There's a there's twist. Your twist. Yeah, it's different now. What are they trying to get in for? Like, I don't know, brains. Probably brains, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, people in the bank have um, brains. There was a brain bank. <laughs> yeah. Better brains. Brain they, bank. Maybe these zombies are like really sort of intelligent zombies and they, they there's high sophisticated, high sophistic, highly sophisticated, <laughs> and they only want the really intelligent people. Uh, so that's why they've gone into a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Not a university or somewhere, but a gonna, bank. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's where all the smart people are, banks. <laughs> well, they've got all the money. Yeah. Surely that's smart. I'm not people. sure those things correlate, but yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, there's some very rich people who aren't very intelligent. Should we name them? <laughs> Let's move on. So you started making those films, and you from that point you were like you wanted to make a career of this. Was that at yeah. that point you were going? This is what I want to do. Dad. Oh, yeah, it's always been like I wanted to do it as a career, making films sooner or later. Like, um, but never was never was proper pushing it. I was just always just making them in the background, mm. and it was only when I did. It's only when I finally got hold of a DSLR camera, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was able to make my blackout short film that I tried to make it look yeah, high more end professional. And, yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that's sort of where it started better for me. Like a lot of people started taking notice and wanted to work with me and that. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And blackout, did you, what did you send it around? How yeah, did you went, get went into, noticed? Went into a few festivals, one, mm. one festival in LA, a horror festival. And, okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, I sent out a few people, put it online. And you spent, obviously you spent your own money yeah. doing that. And at the time, were you working somewhere else? Were you yeah, film yeah, yeah. school? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no film school. It was all just working mm-hmm. in the family business, which is like a furniture business. Oh, okay. So well, I'm Hence, still, still working. Yeah, still working there. Well, the carpet is not, not to do with me. That was Richard who wrote that. Of course. Yeah. But who, you who used to be a carpet fitter. Right. But you connected with that and you went, well, I've moved furniture around. I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. I understand carpets. <laughs> carpets are me. Yeah. It was a- actually when I was in Cannes with I took that out to black blackout out to Cannes like that's where I met Richard ah, out there the writer of yeah. Cannibals and Carpet and in a right. pub he told me the idea for the short film in a French pub yeah a public house <laughs> Le Franche Le Pau de Trans. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I made it up. I do. Yeah. Dans la piscine. Probably something. We've or, got or... French listeners. I apologise yeah, for so this. Yeah. So I'm Okay. So so you're there with the film Blackout in yeah. Cannes. Yeah. And you meet this guy called Richard in a French pub. Yeah. No, no. We we were already already friends like on Facebook and social oh, okay. media. Yeah. And he was out there for the first time in Cannes as well. So we was all just in the pub chilling out, and he was said, "I've got this idea for a." Short film, it's another horror comedy. Mm-hmm. He told me, and I was like, Oh, yeah, let's make that. That sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> it just sounds so How cool. did he pitch it to you? Did he just say it's cannibals? And well, yeah, I think basically, I mean, when he basically told me the title, I was like, I- I'm in. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is a yeah. great sound. Uh, we'll tell me the plot later on, but that's yeah. the title does it for me. It does. <laughs> and he was like, It's a short film, Cannibals and Carpet Fitters. Yeah. And you were like, Okay, that's it. Yeah. You yeah, don't that, need to tell me yeah, Let's make it. Let's make it. Yeah. The script, you don't need a script. Let's just do it. <laughs> and how long was the short film itself? And how long did it take to actually get it made? I, I think he, he'd done like a draft, I think, already at that point, and a few others. I think it probably took us, um, probably we didn't get to film it till like, was it probably the following year? 
Oh, okay. I'd How say? come? Do you know, do you know what? No, do you remember? I, I, I'm sure we couldn't have filmed it that same. We filmed it in summer. And oh, yeah, in May, so there's no way we was filming it next month. So yeah, it's probably the following year we got around to doing it, and we shot mm-hmm. for like four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. And had, uh, did you plan? Did you know what you wanted to do at this yeah, stage? Yeah, because it was like your uh, as much as you made quite a few yeah, bits and pieces, kind of short, big short that you yeah. made, right? Uh, yeah, well, I had a fair bit of planning. I storyboarded a lot of it mm-hmm. and uh, just broke it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was quite quite straightforward, really. Did you plan how to do some of the? Like, uh, eating side of it, the the attacks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we planned. I, I like to storyboard a lot. I, I okay. find it quite enjoyable. Can you, can you draw quite well? No, not very well. No, well, I I'm totally fine with that. And when I say to Andy, look, everything we've done, I've gone, I've storyboarded, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's dreadful. He's gone. It doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, matter. it's about the vision and seeing something. And it just helps yeah. you get sometimes a general idea. Yes. Right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people have got used to my egghead storyboards. Yeah. One day, you know, when you've got the money, you'll pay some amazing artist to draw them sexily. But for now. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I was, I was lucky on the day I got a storyboard artist. I oh, got wow. given a storyboard artist to sit there and do it. Oh. And I sat there with Lego figures yeah. of my characters that actually look quite similar to my cast, which was yeah. great. And then we did, I took photos and then just got her to draw. I said, this angle. And I just, it was amazing. Oh, it's the so best good. thing to do with drawing is use little figures yeah, and then yeah, move them around good. the room. Then you can do a wide, you can do a close one there in the background or that's pull so focus good, yeah. to it. You could do it in photos as well rather than uh, yeah. drawing it. But yeah. I, had, I had a drawer there. So I was like, well, can you draw what I've just taken a photo of or from this <laughs> angle and moving around? And yeah, that's it's so amazing. Good. Did you have a, um, a cinematographer on board at that point? Or, I, I mean, was going to ask that. Andy, ask a question. Did you have, uh, thank you. <laughs> did, you have a, did you shoot that yourself or did you have a cinematographer? A cinematographer, yeah. Uh, it was actually my a friend of mine, uh, Gerald George Cole, who's he's also he's a director. I mm-hmm. mean, he's more into wanting to direct than sure. cinematography himself. But he's got a very, very good eye, and like he just knows how to try and get the most out of. He loves his films, like right. he's very clued up. So when we, you know, don't have much money anyway, he was like, hey, I'll, "I'll shoot it. Let's right. give it a go." And so. you know, he puts a lot of effort into it. So yeah. 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 Yeah, great. So, so you planned with him. You sat yeah. and storyboarded it, and you were like, "Okay, let's go shoot this." Yeah. Do you, how did you get the cast involved? Was it a casting process, or is it people you knew? With the with the with the short film, it was basically people we we knew. Uh, it was just to keep it simple. You know, yeah. it was going to be a quick short, and we didn't have much money. So basically, yeah, uh, Darren, who's also in the feature, he he just done blackout with me. So okay, yeah, he knew Richard. That's how actually I met Richard as well. Ah, I see. So we got him back and uh, Jenny Stokes knew richard so it was just people we knew and we just got them involved to keep it simple perfect yeah. right and it was an easy shoot for you the short it, making the short yeah, of it it was it started off okay and we had we had like a bit of a bad the last day we had problems on on problems on problems and it turned to like a really long day how come what happened uh, well like we had to we had it all planned to shoot the outside stuff first and then go inside uh but with one of the actors they suddenly had to leave Oh, like so suddenly we had no time. So we had to shoot a bit of the outside and then a bit of the inside. Okay. And then just get his stuff out. So he kind of, we had uh, more setups now. And then now, go back in. And then yeah. go back out. Uh, and we went mm. back out. The weather, weather changed, changed and it started to rain. And it was, it was, you know, and all these, there's like a knock on effect. Yep. So yep. it become a long day. We had to start improvising. Okay. How do we get around this? And how do we do that? And, <laughs> uh, yeah, long day, but it worked in the end, you know, mm-hmm. when I've watched back in the end, I'm like, yes. Fine. You get away with it, yeah, right? Exactly. And, and it won lots of awards, you're sure. It won yeah, yeah, lots well, it won of a awards. few. Yeah. Well, 
You put it out there. You put it yeah, out yeah, into yeah, the world. Yeah. It got uh, screened in lots of places. Yeah. Okay, great. And from there, you were like, I'm going to turn this into a feature. How did that come about? Well, that was, again, uh, with Richard, he was like, he always want, intended it to be like a feature film. So he was like, we could try and make a short film to... Had he written the feature first? He, yeah, he, you know, he had written a feature film. A very first, rough first draft, uh, which was actually a lot different to what film we made in the end. Because then we did the short film, which is quite different to the, yeah. to the feature. And then once we watched the short back, it was like, oh, you know what? That actually works really well. You know, that's kind of humor and it's a bit more sillier. And mm-hmm. so then he went back and <laughs> did like a complete rewrite and lost characters, added different characters. And it went back like that. Great. Okay. Yeah. And then, during that time, were you, were we going to say something? I'm just listening to your insightful questions, Giles. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And during that time, here's another one. <laughs> during that time did predator dark ages come in between yeah yes. yes it was literally in between the short and the feature okay and and again like it wasn't it wasn't like i was i was gonna f- i wanted to film something just to fill up the time necessarily mm. it was just i have all these ideas and i meet people and i just tell them my ideas and usually people are like yeah whatever <sighs> hey do you know what i think that's where Zack snyder got your idea from you're probably <laughs> pitching yeah, it around cam yeah. he over listened oh, over listened in a pub again <laughs> he's yeah. always listening to yeah Zack he's snyder. always he's, he's not always like ideas. little sneaky Zack. so uh yeah so basically i'm going around i have these ideas i tell people and usually people are like yeah whatever yeah. but then sometimes somebody would be like oh that's great and then i'm like let's do it that's and the then, one and uh, i met uh simon Rolling. Simon Rowland, yeah. DOP, yeah. 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 I met him for a drink yeah. and uh, we were just having a chat and he was like, oh, you know, what ideas you got and stuff? And I was telling this and that and I was like, I really want to make a Predator film. Like, I got this, I want to make like a medieval Predator film. Yeah. And he was like, let's make it. Let's do it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. I was like, let's do it. Nice. And that was it. It was like, right, let's, let's get that going. And how, how <laughs> did you get it going? I mean, there's one thing saying, let's go shoot a yeah, Predator yeah. Well, movie. Yeah, we had a, we had a big because uh, it's a fan yeah. film. Obviously, you can't then make any money from it no, because yeah. you're calling it Predator Dark yeah, Ages, and yeah. you've got a very similar character with <clears throat> a three pronged red light. Yeah, yeah, kind of screwed in that part. Isn't yeah, it? which which is great because then at least you've got the fan base. Yeah, who already really like this. Well, film again, anyway. it's like it's not something I would have necessarily, you know, like I mean, if I backtrack a little bit, it was a a chat with my friend ages ago, and because I'm a huge Predator fan. Yeah. And at that point, they'd done Predators, and I think it oh, kind yeah. of flopped. And Predator yeah. versus and, Alien, uh, maybe, at that, that point? No, that was no. a new one. Oh, right. it's yeah. the, um, he was in the first one and died. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and it was, I think it was, they might have still been having the Aliens versus Predator, maybe the second one had come out. But it was pretty much now dead Predator. It was like, gone. Mm. And I was like, well, when I'm in Hollywood, <laughs> and I've got a reputation, I'm yeah. going to go in the Fox and go, listen... I'm going to reboot your, your, your franchise for you. Yeah. I'm going to do it in the medieval times, right? That was Wicked. my plan. So it's got, got in the back yeah. of my head. Yeah. So then a, a year or two later on, um, I saw a guy on Facebook who's a cosplay who had the most amazing Predator outfit. Like, it yeah. was genuinely amazing. And I was like, that's really good. Yeah. And I messaged him and I was like, do you do, you see, do photos? You do video work as well? And he was like, no. I was like, do you want to do a fake trailer to a, a Predator film? Mm. in the middle middle ages and he was like i'm on board yeah suddenly that's it well, now, now i've got yeah. the costume well you've got the costume that's, that's it that's, that's a key yeah. thing Big money spend yeah gone so now yeah. i've got the costume and mm-hmm. then then it come up with simon yeah and so we had to think about it we, um i wrote started writing a, a script and then we also started planning a kickstarter campaign right and uh 
We thought, I thought, you know, everyone's going to put in for a Predator fan film, right? Aren't they? Like, I thought in you general. Think so? Right. And so we was like, if we get £5,000, we'll make a, a trailer yeah. for, for a fake film. And if we get £10,000, we'll make a, a really cutback short film. But if we get £20,000 or more, we're going to make you some badass short film. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, everyone, you know, got really good response. Everyone was talking about it and sharing it. And it was really great. And when and it was, it was Kickstarter, so it's all or nothing. Yeah. And we got, 5,200. We was like, well, we just about got the minimum. And it was like, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> it funny, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh. So uh, Simon was like, well, we're probably going to make the short film. I was like, we're not going to make a short film for that. It will be terrible. It's, we've got no money. We'll do this trailer. Sure. I don't care. It's going to be, you know, we'll get a trailer in front of Fox and we'll be like, yeah. of course you will. Let's make the yeah. picture. Yeah. 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 Um, but then uh, we had one of the investors contacted us and he was like, are you, are you happy with the results? And we was like, well, we, can't, like, we, could, we can't want to love another five or six grand, really, at least. And he went, okay, well, I'll fund you that if you want to make it. Wow. Yeah. And, and we, suddenly all your like, dreams wow, really? came true. So, yeah, and that's what we then... Made the film. Made, made the film one, yeah. And then did you bring Lucinda in at that point? Um, uh, yeah, well... Um, uh, I was chatting to uh, Benoit Holmes, who's another actor producer. Yeah, he is. he's and in that film as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So we chatting to him, and he come on board, yeah. and to help with the producing, and he suggested Lucinda as well. Mm -hmm. so Lucinda well. Thackeray, the producer, is doing uh, my King Arthur coming up. Yeah, exciting, and yeah. She, she jumped on board that, which yeah. is great. And you got a great cast in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Did was... you just put it out there in terms? Of, again, was it who you knew, or were you did... some who we knew, mm -hmm. and. Uh, um, like with Adrian Boucher, who's like Adrian elite. Boucher. Yeah, he, I did Shakespeare with him, right? Really, one of my first ever jobs at a drama school twenty odd years ago. I'm not that old. I am. <laughs> I've just given away my age. And yeah, he, we we did Shakespeare That's together. Amazing, yeah, amazing. I made big guy then. Big, big guy, yeah. muscly guy. And we called him the Boosh. <laughs> the Boosh. He's still big now, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he actually contacted me. Because he saw the campaign and he was like, oh, you know, I was in Names vs. Predator and I love Predator. Yeah. And look at these pictures of me in medieval gear. And you were like, <laughs> and it's amazing. This and guy I was looks like, great. Yeah. What? And he's like, I'd love to be in it. You were like, yeah, like you yeah. can have the lead role. I was like, yeah, yeah. You are, you're the lead. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and so, and what was going on? Obviously, I'd only, uh, then only ever met him like a bit before we filmed and stuff. Well, did we even meet like the night before? I yeah, think because it was probably. that kind of chaotic. And, so I think he was a little bit unsure of me and my directing <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but then I remember when we was watching back the, the footage of our first night and he was looking at me and he went, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. you, you know what you're doing. That's nice. And I was like, thank you. Have you not seen my short work? <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, like, we looked at him and went, that's pretty shit, isn't it? <laughs> you probably wouldn't have come back for the next day. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's true. Because you had four day shoot or five day shoot. No, I think we... I think we did like seven and then like a bit of a pickup day. Ah, okay. Because you yeah. had horses. Yeah, You I had know. full medieval gear. You oh, had we lots were... of deaths. You had the Predator. You had the VFX work in there. Yeah. We... That was a full we, on. We threw, threw everything at it. You did. And it's amazing. I mean, how many hits has it had on YouTube? Uh, about 6.5 million. 6.5 million yeah. hits on a fan short film. Yeah. And it is brilliant. If you're not seeing it, link is in the show oh, notes. You. Do go see it. It's I I love it. I think it's brilliant. Um, really um, cool. What was really upsetting was I was thinking, yeah, this could get me into the room with Fox. Well, now you're going. Yeah. Well, I want to go pitch. But literally, it, well, we I think it was when we was getting ready to film, or was it even when we was end of the campaign? Fox announced that they were getting Shane Black to reboot the 
the, the franchise. And I was like, are you kidding me? Do you know what? Zack Snyder probably heard you talking about it. Yeah. He told his mate. He told his mate. <laughs> hey, Shane yeah. went, Shane, do you know what? And I, wasn't, and I wasn't that impressed with the new film either. Yeah, no That's the thing, yeah. Oh. It, didn't, it didn't do well. Shane, if you're listening. <laughs> oh. Oh. So had my fingers crossed it'd be good. But what we'll talk, you know, in terms of what you made and the fact that you made a brilliant fan film did you then take it to places did that help you in terms of get through the door uh no not really <laughs> really I, yeah no I, I got offered i got off some like some possible film work that was very very like low-key and stuff which i didn't yeah. end up doing but no it didn't really actually help too much that's, that's why it took, that's why it took so long to get yeah. the cannibals feature going i after thought that, that i yeah, thought yeah. off the back of that, that so did i i was like oh i'm gonna get an agent and everything no no luck nothing isn't it crazy, right? What yeah. we do in our business and what we try and achieve. Yeah. And yet you make something that's fantastic that has 6.5 million hits. And that doesn't necessarily propel your career. Uh, boys and girls listening, it's hard as fuck being a filmmaker. <laughs> yes. You've got to rise really hard. And you, all the knockdowns, you just got to oh, keep on going. You have to. <laughs> because what else are you going to do? I something else about you. That's <laughs> Yep, yep, it's give up the podcast, now. So <laughs> switch off now. Sod it, don't bother. Yeah. But you did, you carried on going and you were like, do you know what, I'm going to make a feature. Yeah. And was uh, Cannibals and Carpet Fitters feature being written during that time? Yeah, yeah, it was already been working. Great, on, so. so at that point you were like, right, I'm going to jump into this and make it. Yeah. How did you make it? How did you get the money? How did you move well, forward? Well, I mean, that had that had some problems as well like we had well, yeah. you know the, we had like uh the producers that come on board uh, talk the talk and then don't do anything and had it you, many times and you realize they've wasted like nine months of the year mm. so, you know like so we had a bit of that going on and we was aiming for a nice like 250k budget or something you know and get sure. a few names and that yeah and then that obviously all fell through so it it came to a point where me and richard were like right we, we had we had to get rid of him and we was like, what do we do now? We're, we're kind of like, mm. we're back at square one, it felt. So we was like, okay, let's see what we can get private invest, investment ourselves. Like, see who we can Well, you go chat back to, to your guy who did the Predators, Dark yeah, Ages, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. We'll chat to whoever we could. Yeah. And then we'd get a, do a Kickstarter campaign as well to try and get a bit of money. Okay, great. How and did, sorry to jump in. How did yeah. you go about finding those investors? Because that'd be interesting for our listeners. Oh, well, yeah, like I said, one was the guy from Predator. Yeah. Uh, one was a friend of Richard's who he'd worked with. Okay. Who had, who had like, who had actually dabbled a bit on the cannibal short film. So he was able to go back to him. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of family members. Okay. It was literally, it wasn't that many we, we could turn to. And how were you pitching it to them? Were you going with a full pack? Were yeah, you, we did the Obviously, pack. you've got the short, so that yeah, we had the shows sh- you A off. lot of them liked the short, so that's what helped. Yeah. And, uh, and Predator Dark Ages. So they had... Yeah, it I proved it, you could I, do the job. Yeah, I it think they just assumed yeah. it will look okay. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be fun. Yeah. So And we'll take a punt. <laughs> absolutely. And we, you were, probably weren't asking for too much. I mean, how much... I mean, obviously, it's not 250 budget, but you then you bring it down to a... Yeah, I mean... A it, tough amount to shoot for. But yeah, I think when it, I mean, when it come in with like tax, you know, trying to get the tax relief back and out, I think it's just over like a hundred. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty impressive that you, so you raised the finance pretty much yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's impressive. Yeah. When we got rid of the producers, it was just me and Richard left and we Mm -hmm. was like, right, let's just do it ourselves. Mate, I'm proud you of want you. To make That's a, brilliant. Oh, thank Good you. For you, you, know what, you know when you just you have to make a just want to make a film and like because mm. like I said, Predator Arcade, I thought that that might open the doors. Yeah. It didn't. So I was like, okay, well, I'll make a feature film now and hopefully that might. Because do you know what, what stopped me making a feature film? Not 
that stopped. But what was the cause of why I wasn't making a feature film is because I hadn't made a feature film. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many awards I'd won as the shorts. It didn't matter how good yeah. they were or bad they were. It was about, yeah, you're the problem here because you've not made a feature. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like painful. If you can get through, whether it's three weeks, four weeks, I don't know, two days of making a feature <laughs> film and deliver it yeah. and get it out into the world, then people go, oh, cool. Yeah, you've made he one. He or now. she knows how to handle yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. It's really strange, isn't it? it? And I think that is that was the whole point of that is let's get this film out. Mm-hmm. However, and like, you know, we didn't know how much money we would get, so we literally we thought up different options. Like I'm not I'm not a big fan of found footage films. But literally if we had no money, we was gonna do it as a found footage film. Right. Yeah. Like and we worked out a whole different plot angle to I how see. to in, implement that. I'm glad you didn't. I'm not. I'm no, so, no, yeah. I, I, I love was, what you've made, so I'm really yeah, glad. No, you I'm didn't glad we didn't as well. But you know, it was one of those things because we were determined. To, however, we was going to make a feature film. Yeah. Like regardless, yeah. Yeah. that year we was going to do it. And Just if do it. <laughs> and if it had to be found footage, it would be. But I would have been crying on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I bet because I don't yeah. like those films that much. No, a few are good, but in general, people just use that because it's cheap Jesus. yes so obviously now you're producing directing and then you've got a, an editor credit as well did you bring on other producers to help you production manage to help you do we everything on, on production set? manager okay uh, but with no but, other producers so you're producing me and, and richard, fully yeah. directing right yeah. so richard the writer then stepped up so to we would take turns well. on got dealing you. with problems <laughs> Mate, there's nothing worse on set, is there, when you're directing and someone comes up and goes, we've got a problem. You're yeah, like, oh, oh, mate. what do you want me to do right now? Yeah. I, right? So I'm many, about to hack someone's head off. So many times I was like, what do you want me to do about it? Yeah. Can you do <laughs> I can't do anything to help you. No, right. I'm filming this. <laughs> yeah. So can you do something and yeah. then come back with some problem solving yeah. things? Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. So well done. That's tough because it's you. You, you got through. How many days did you shoot? How many weeks? I, I think what we did though, because obviously the budget wasn't great. We we didn't film like just on, on a, a block of like three or four weeks. We scattered it over a few weekends and a bit uh-huh. here and a bit there. But I think that helped us in general because I think I got to shoot for like twenty six days or something. Wow. Wow. You, yeah, but you did it over weekends. A few weekends. We did yeah. like a big long chunk at the house when we had the house yeah. and then a bit up in Nottingham and in the caves yeah uh, but yeah but, but because I was split it up over I mean I think it was over like s- several months or okay uh, I was able then to say look we don't have this much money but you only have to do this part and then you can go off and do some work you only need and get money. proper money yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and and everyone, everyone was like yeah let's do it we like the idea I love that way of filmmaking great, if yeah. you, it, why why does everyone have to stick to like three or four week block where everyone's you, like you can't do anything if you don't need to it can help it you. really helps and and me getting doing it like that i was able to get like i said like 26 or maybe 27 days because i was able to because you know i because I, with especially with indie films microfilms mm. this is definitely every time a lot of people approach me about film ideas and before we even spoke about the script and everything they say to me you got three weeks yeah and i'm like can I read what's happening yeah. in the script first of yeah. all? And I read it. I'm like, you've got like a lot of stuff happening here. Mm-hmm. I think you need like another week. You've yeah. got three weeks. Really? I mean, that's, and, but that's it. That's like, that's it. It's what it's people like, want to do. And I'm like, well, listen, can't we look at maybe breaking it up, saving a bit. a bit of money or like, and then you can spend it on another week or mm-hmm. let's, cause you're genuinely going to benefit by having a bit more time to do at least some key moments. Yes. But it's not the mentality, really. No, it's not. It's, and I think it's uh, if something's set all in one place or in a forest. Yeah, you've got a bit of leeway. Yeah. It's, you kind of go, well, we've booked the place, all the actors are there, etc. Yeah. Whereas your film, you, it was kind of like it wasn't. 
but you've got all this stuff in the carpet shop. Uh, shop. Yeah. Then you've got all the stuff in the house, like you yeah. said, where it's a bit of a longer section. Then you've got all the other stuff in the forest, <laughs> with, you know, with Alex Zane and yeah. uh, the Jessica. Caves and stuff. Yeah, which was really interesting. So that's a clever way to do it. Yeah, right. I've, I've suggested that before on the podcast. If you can't do it all in one block, yeah. then do it over weekends. And and you know, sometimes do that it. can help you because you could watch back what you're filming and be like, "Oh man, we need to." Well, I was going to some extra stuff. Cause... Yeah, because then you can get that actor to just whether it's a hand shot or whatever, yeah. then you can pick it up, you can right? Fill in a few fill gaps. in a few gaps. I think it's vital. Did you do that as you were going then? So you watched the footage a little bit, not too much actually. In fairness, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "It's brilliant. I don't need to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've made a short. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good we did have like conversations about ah oh, if we need to shoot we might need to shoot some more afterwards or something like yeah. come back and i was like that's not happening there's no money what what we've got now is what we've got like. yeah <laughs> and and did you so obviously you storyboard and you shot listed so did yeah. you know you were like i'm gonna do a close-up here so you already picked up those shots that you needed you already yeah in general it. i mean and, and again sometimes we had bad days and you lose a lot of time, so then you work out how can you combine everything into like one or two shots. One or two shots, yeah, or just a one. <laughs> this is a one or everyone. <laughs> but sometimes one is a great, though. I do you know what? Right. Something that makes you more creative. Some Spielberg's you... ones are the best oh, they, yeah, stuff, they isn't are. it? You don't notice because it's They're moving. amazing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, do, I always love a bit of movement. Yes. That's what, but it takes time. It does take time <laughs> to set up and think about and plan. Whereas you've got last minute, it's like... We haven't got time. Let's just do it as a one-er. Yeah, we did that on the dare a couple of times when it was, yeah, it was really like we had literally five yeah. minutes. But this is some of the best stuff in yeah. the film because the camera's moving. Yeah, it just it's feels finding the actor. I love that. Yeah, so it good. makes such a big difference. Big difference yeah. If you look, if you see like because Predator Dark Ages, first time I like Simon got a, a, a Steadicam operator. It's the first time I got to dabble with Steadicam stuff, mm. and I was like, oh man, I want all these shots moving around. And then when I was watching back, I was going, oh, my god, it's like a proper show. Yeah. <laughs> This is real, real film, <laughs> filmmaker now. Yeah. Who is yeah. the Steadicam operator on it? Uh, Robert Beck. Robert Beck. Ah, okay, nice, nice. And who DOP'd um, Carpet Fitters? Gerard uh, again. He did a short film. It he, was the same. He come back to do the feature film. Great. Okay. How interesting. And and how was your process working with him and uh, with lenses and camera stuff? What were you? Did you step up? What? You weren't using a DSLR anymore, were yeah, you? Yeah, no, we 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 went, moved up to the. Uh, we was trying to get a, an Arri, uh, but then that, that fell through because of I think our budget and our timing. So we, we got in the end a, a, a C three hundred Mark II to try, which is it, in general it was quite decent. Like it just come out, so it had a few problems, which we found out over the first few weekends. Like there was a few bugs in it. <laughs> Great, cheers. <laughs> which we had to then hide in the grade and stuff. But mm. yeah, but yeah, still, you know stuff, what? Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Once it's done, once you shot it, you work what you got. Totally, so and happy. and what's really interesting, we find this all the time. No one cares what you shoot on. No, I, it's true, isn't it? As long as it looks like, good. That had the option to do 4K, right? So we started filming in 4K, and then I think after that first weekend, I was like, why, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I? This is, we're just going down to 2K, right? Because <laughs> I was like, why am I bothering? Who's going to? No one's watching the 4K. We shoot 6K. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not? Fuck it. Hey, there'll be a platform soon. Uh, <laughs> only six K. Spe- oh fuck! You want to get a really high resolution up. camera and then put really soft lenses on it. Yeah, so it looks <laughs> like <That's> it. yeah, <laughs> like it's standard. Yeah. Yeah. I put burn on it. That's and grain. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. 
So now you're, you're you're making the film over weekends. Yeah, and a few we did like a like I said, bigger a bigger longer of the house period, yeah. right? Okay, and again you brought, which is lovely. You brought your DP back. You brought your two lead casts back. Yeah, also, well, a few and 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 the the wonderful lady who plays yeah the, Jenny Stokes, Jenny and also Stokes, the psycho, also the other guy Darren Mafucci who played our original cannibals in the short film. Right, okay. we brought him back to play a different cannibal. Perfect, because nice. you know that's nice, isn't it? That's, that's <laughs> yeah, really nice. A... So then, where did you go from there? How did you get it? out there into the world how did you sell it did you go back to Cannes did you go <laughs> yeah, we took back it... to Zack Snyder what happened yeah I, I tried to get him to hear it and he just ignored me now <laughs> bastard uh, I, I yeah, got this zombie film it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we took it we took it to Berlin to chat to a few people and then we was um, did, as in took it as in you just went there did we you... went with a trailer and like some footage mm-hmm. to show off and then also we went back at Cannes and I met a few sales agents there and uh chatting to a few of them and we just passed it on to like an American sales agent for most of the world and kept the UK for ourselves. Right. Well, so yeah, it's, 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 it's that place now where we're wondering, how's it done? We're going to find out soon. Right. But we don't know yet. So you don't know yet? <laughs> no. How nice that they just yeah. picked it up. So they... Yeah, they really, That's they great. really liked it. Like, yeah. So they were, they were pleasantly surprised by it, which is good. They were like, oh, you, it looks a lot more expensive than what you're telling us it was. Oh, man. I was like, well, great. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, where a fox? A fox yeah. knocking on the door. Yeah. A fox knocking on the door. Do you want a sequel? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> don't okay, want a sequel. <laughs> you could do a sequel, though, can't uh, Yeah, yeah. Because we don't know what happens at the end. R- Richard r- already got his sequel treatments. Yeah. Two of them. Really? He wants to go to trilogy. Well, right. he's, <laughs> if the money's there. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but if it does well enough. Yeah, it's there. Then your distributors might go, yeah, do you know what? There's a, now there's a fan base for yeah. this. If Netflix want it in 4K, yeah. sounds good. So, you've got a problem because you didn't it. shoot in 4K. They might notice. <laughs> uh, so then you, you, you've now, you went to Berlin, you've got a, an American sales agent, amazing distributor in, yep. as well. How did then, did you get it out in the UK? How did that happen? Well, we, we chatted to a few people and we was going with like one person and another person. So that's why it kind of, Got delayed. We was hoping to get it out around the same time, but by the time we finally settled with with certain p- these people, it looks like it's now going to be May by the time they can get it out. So unfortunately, we bit mistimed. But it's because we were thought we was going another route right last year, and mm. when you when you speak to somebody else, they're like, "Oh, well, that's going to take us like three to six months." Ah, like, oh, okay, fine, right. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just good to get it out. I mean, that they can get it out into the supermarkets and H&V if it's still around. You know, yeah. Well, it like is that. now. It's been bought out, oh, which good. is great. So that's good. And FOP's been bought out, so that'll still yes. be around. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which is great for us indie yeah, filmmakers. You know, I love yeah. going to the H&V and just totally. picking up a few films. I know. It's great. And if you've noticed in the supermarkets as well, the, the DVD shelves have suddenly got really small. They're not even doing a, uh, a top 10 or a top whatever it is anymore. But there's oh. still room for us to push there and try and get on the shelves it's crazy though isn't it it's a big selling point but it's digital now it's everything's you know svod tvod so yeah, yeah. it's pushing those angles vhs vhs yeah. angle hey you could actually do a do you know what you know how vinyls come back yeah you could do that with vhs bring vhs well it kind of has isn't it the kind of, that like has there's it? a lot of effects and stuff people are putting well that's on effects things. but i mean actually bring what? back vhs yeah but the, i've got a vhs but the slight problem there. that is is like yeah, left. vinyl is like <laughs> That's, that's just better sound <laughs> right than cd yeah but not if they do it up because you know what i mean like upscale it are you talking about like digital svhs <laughs> mm, yeah HD i suppose i am I know. vhs <laughs> yes you heard it here first <laughs> you heard it here on the filmmakers podcast first <laughs> it's gonna happen we should do it we should start a little revolution 
<laughs> I gotta tell you my film, my zombie film later. I can't wait. I'm quite excited about it. Yeah? Yeah. You're not gonna like it. Anyway. Um what's next? I want to hear Are we gonna, we gonna do what's yeah. next for you? Well, I, we've already talked about it, but you feel like you should ask. Well, it. let's actually, because a lot of our listeners don't know what Cannibals and Carpet Fit is, mm. is about. They can, they can probably tell by the title. Yeah. Just give us a little bit, uh, your you spiel. You set, oh. It. Oh, well, <laughs> well, well, basically. Oh. <laughs> Shit, do I have to? I could read it from here if you like. <laughs> I'm probably just going to copy that anyway. Yeah, do it. You put it in your own words. It might be yeah. better. Uh, it's, it's pretty much what the title says. It's a group of carpet fitters yeah. that are from a struggling company that get this big job which i hope is going to save them so they go to this big country house in the middle of nowhere but unfortunately it's a house owned by a family of cannibals and basically all chaos breaks out people get eaten people get killed and you have to see who survives <laughs> there's something out there and i think it's just killed my boyfriend oh calm down dear no need to worry you're safe now we don't often get visitors do we boys so how long have you guys lived here? Hello, keep it carpet. Jade speaking. It's a good job for us, this one. Hello, big house, big job, big money. I get it. Don't panic. Hello, it's the carpet fitters. Anyone home? Seem to open this door! What are you eating? Chicken or thing? Spit it out. What? There is a human nipple in the pie. We know you're in there, gentlemen. What do you want from us? We're intending to have you for dinner! Now what? Weapons. Weapons? After. I'm not working now, mate. Use it to defend yourself. Stay back. It warn you. What are we gonna do? Oh, it feels don't cry. <laughs> You just killed someone. Oh no, don't worry, he was a cannibal. Oh. I'd like to see you make a pie out of me. Dinner time. Laughs, laughs and gore. Laughs and gore. If you like laughs and gore, you're going to love this film because I laughed and I gored and I really enjoyed it. Let's talk about the gore because there's some amazing moments of, of wonderful mm. effects that you yeah. did on the deaths. Yeah. Let's talk about those because they're really good. How Some tips and tricks for the people listening of how you made that happen, how you got the, you know, the axe through the head and the arrow in the face. Spoiler alert. I, I mean... I, <laughs> I, we don't know who as it examples is. Examples of things that have examples happened. of things that could yeah. happen in yeah. the yeah. short, yeah. or in just in the world, or in, the world, <laughs> in Predator Dark Ages. <laughs> yeah. and, no, but basically, yeah. I mean, we had we had a great uh, a great um, FX uh, lady on board, Jane Hyman, who did the short film as well. Right, and uh, we also had a great visual effects guy, Steve Askey, who also was on short, and it helps on Predator. Yes, and we basically sat them down together all got together and i was like i want to do like this but and i I was trying to do my throwbacks to like peter jackson's 
uh, oh, brain, uh, brain death. death. Yeah, yeah. You know, like where something would happen and in, in between something happening, you'd be like, oh, that's great. So like, I wanted to do some of that. Great. Um, but obviously you could try and do it a little, little bit better nowadays with visual effects. So, sure. And, and it's a kind of, it was an idea of, you know, people know something's going to happen sometimes, but if you do it when they're not expecting it, it's quite fun. I, I love that you did that. Yeah. Because it's when you weren't expecting yeah. it. And then suddenly it'd be like, oh, yeah. Because it's wonderful. It's and, really anyway, cool. I can't really talk about a certain death. Have but, I just ruined one of those? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no another one. But what I mean, no, what I mean is, but like, it was one where you didn't think it was going to happen yes. to somebody in. Yes. And sort of like changed how the film suddenly well, was, you know? Well, like it's lead characters, yeah, you know, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you know, so you're suddenly, you're thinking one thing and it goes somewhere else suddenly. Yeah. I think that was great. But in terms of, so the effects, like, did you plan it? You'd sat with them and said, this is yeah. how I'm going to do it. So. Yeah. This is where the camera needs to be. Had yeah, you... like okay. so. We obviously like with, like you said, the uh, the head impact thing. We we did a cast. Yeah, and then uh, we literally had to lock the camera and get it all in this, as good as close as we could to that position, you know. Yep. And then yeah. uh, and then Steve coming afterwards and literally just sort of like replace parts of the real face onto the other face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah. I mean, you can wow. Like, you can pause. You it. can pause it. I paused it, one of them because I wanted to see how you've like, done it. And it's like, huh? yeah, it's like as an eye blink yeah. or something. I think I was like, this is amazing. It's amazing. Know, with like the same Predator and like the Cannibal Short, like what I what, what I get is what I get, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. goes, "There's your effects," and I'm up like, all right. That's is that is what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's it. But then when I'm watching back, I'm like, wow, okay, that's like really good. That's done. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, it's in the trailers because like, the guy with the nose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and we had 15 shots, really, and that was intense because that's like visual effects shot. Oh. And it, it was bad director for me. Like, why? Well, because I I've started off trying to be sensible about it, and then I was just filming it. And it's all handheld and stuff, and oh, and I was I like, see. and then I was like, oh, dude, listen, it's not like I don't know how you're gonna track all this stuff because the camera's not <laughs> but still. You, but you totally get away with it. Yeah, he, but he's amazing. He did so yeah. because you know what? We, we also we understand. I think people watching it go, yeah, the, the effect was great, and then if it's slightly different later, I mean, not much, but it's like it's now not the whole front. It's a different. Yeah, yeah. we buy it. Yeah. I think as an audience we go, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's not a massive issue. No, but 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 when I watched all the shots back, I was like, ah, oh, he actually He's done really well. He still yeah. did a great job. Yeah, I was like, Phew. Wow. Okay, so when is you reckon it'll be released fully May. in May? It should be out in the UK in May. And are you trying to get a cinema release? No, no, I think just VOD what? and D V D. So maybe a premiere, perhaps? Uh, probably not. No, no, no I don't think so. Asked, no. right. I think <laughs> VHS? If, they, VHS if, they, if, if they want to pay for a premiere, great, but I don't think that's going to happen, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> of course, who's the they? The they is this. <laughs> um, who has picked it up? Anyway, High can Flyers you say? in the UK. High Flyers, okay. And uh, Blue Fox in America. Nice. But it's available in America now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get, I mean, if, we're getting lots of feedback that like, people are loving it. Yeah. So great. that's great. Yeah. So it means that the reviews you're getting, you can stick on the DVD here, which yeah, there is, is some, fantastic. There is some I think that they're going to really stick helps. on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you choose them? No, you don't get to choose. No, no just the see artwork. what's there. Right, see what's there. Oh, the, the, why you put the one out of five on there? My God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this film's dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
there. What, why have you put that on there? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay, so that's really exciting. You've now made your feature film. What's the next step for you now to make the next one? So what I'm sort of waiting for at the moment is to find out how well Cannibals has done. Mm. So we, d- we don't know yet. I mean, if it's done poorly, then we'll have to work out something. If it's done really well, then hopefully it's going to open up some doors finally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of waiting that to play out but there's a few ideas i'm working on you know richard's got a couple more horror and horror comedies okay. also working on a straight up horror film which is like set on a coach nice it's quite yeah i'm really looking forward to that it's quite good as well okay and of course there's i mean simon have been adapting the predator dark ages into a non-predator kind of feature film makes sense yeah you know so i've got a few options out there now okay but to, need to see where I can go, who I can approach, and then pick which one's best for budget-wise. I know what you mean. Because that's the hard bit, isn't it? Is going, yeah. right, now I've got to go and try and find yeah, director work. And it's, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have made a feature. Yeah. So therefore, you, it, the hard bit, getting a feature made, now it's like, yeah. oh, the second bit. I think the percentage is 75% or maybe 80 people who don't make a second feature film. Wow. But is that because they just can't be arsed or, they, or they, they're so broken from the first I one? I reckon it's all that. No, um, <laughs> can't be arsed, fuck it. No, I think so broken is one. Yeah, second one is I mean, yeah. so hard yeah. to make one that uh, people take a chance on first time filmmakers. Yeah. It's weird. They'll sort of go, okay, we'll take a chance on you. And the fact how hard it is to have a breakout hit, it's yeah. so difficult. So, so therefore, they're going, well, it didn't really make it. Well, no, no, no. well let's take a chance on this guy who's got, yeah, or this I girl see. who's got a really exciting yeah. project. Mm. Because they might break out and we could have found them. Yeah, People like to do that. Um, but that's why I made a documentary, feature documentary straight away after we shot The Dare, so that I've got my second feature <laughs> done. Nice. Yeah, it's good. There you go, done. And oh. on to the next one. Then. Next one, indeed. And produced a couple more. So, therefore, you, you sort of, you're like, oh, I'm not a debutante anymore. <laughs> Though I still don't th- think it makes that much difference. You're still fighting against. Yeah. 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 I know. And I've got loads of projects on in development and loads of projects ready to go. And, yeah. and my zombie film as well. Yeah. It's like, I, I would love to have somebody to contact me and be like, oh, that's great. Here's an, make another film mm. kind of. You know, some options did come up. Yeah. And, but. I was weighing up like a lot of things against. I, I know my pace. I think now when it comes to scheduling, I really don't like just doing coverage and stuff. Yeah, I, I like. You've got to film it move. Yeah, yeah, like I said, and it's hard to do that when you've got very limited time, yeah. unless you're doing a one and you've planned everything. Yeah. and this is it, and therefore you need your actors to hit the marks every time yeah. and yeah. dialogue every time, and <sighs> can be an issue. But okay, some tips and tricks for someone who wants to go and make a film where it's uh, you know it's potentially comedy. It's cannibal led <laughs> 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 or it's that kind of vibe where it's 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 there is gore involved there is there is blood there is that what kind of advice can you give someone who wants to go make one of those films? well i think because it's i guess it's horror comedy is, is can be fairly tricky you know mm. um, some people probably like cannibals and some people won't but it's a, definitely it's a fine line isn't it uh, yeah um i think it's just trying not to make it too hammy too stupid and let like the humor come from the situations in the horror you know so like they're laughing you're laughing at them even though they're sort of playing it serious yeah i mean that kind of yeah and like watching for me i find like watching a lot of the 80s horror films because they all have humor and a lot of gore interestingly yeah Yeah. and that's what i grew up on so that's kind of like where my mindset is right 
you know, a lot, a lot of horrors now are very, very dark and mm-hmm. depressing and mm-hmm. you want to kill yourself after you watch it, <laughs> which is all good. You know, I don't yeah. mind them, but I, I, I like people to sort of enjoy themselves. I know what you mean. And come out and be like, yeah. oh, I'd watch that again. Or, yeah, should tell yeah, your mates yeah. about it. It was yeah, funny. We had some really great moments. Yeah. And I'd like to say, I'd watch your film again for those uh, moments to see how it was done. I go, yeah. I want to see that again because of, you know, it's like when you used to watch something in the cinema and then you sneak back in yeah. and watch it again to see that really cool bit, which is what happened with Jaws and why that became oh, so yeah, famous. Yeah. Everyone wanted to see the head in the water yeah. again. You know what I mean? And I feel that with your film as well, which is great. So you so you suggest um, watch films that are similar yeah. and really think about your shots when you're yeah, making a and, film and like, like this. Um, and not trying to push the humour too much. I think because that's that yeah. can be if everyone's just doing jokes all the time, it can be like it just doesn't work. Well, not for me personally. I think it just sort of like misses the point. Yeah, a bit like uh, you could say the the last Predator film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we just tried lots of humour for some yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah, where weird a good a good few jokes here and there or witty lines is fine, but everyone's cracking jokes when there's this big monster yeah, killing everyone. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't. Tone's important. Tone? Yeah. 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 That's it, yeah. That's it. So, and yours is slightly tongue-in-cheek, but, yeah. but it always stays on the same through line. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we know what we're doing. It's not winking to camera, but yeah, this exactly. is, you know. I guess if, you're gonna, if them, you are going to go for, like, the whole winking at the camera kind of horror comedy, then, yeah, you, you go full in, don't you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, uh, Cannibals and Carpet Fitters is available in the US now. If you like these kind of things, you'll love it. If you don't, you will love this movie. It's great. I really enjoyed it. I think well done you and well done for making it. Thank you very much. And you've given some great advice today, so indie filmmakers. So thank you for your time. Oh, pleasure to be on. Yeah. Chat with you guys. I know. It's fun, isn't it? Um, Right, let's do my little wrap up. My name is Giles and I'm here to see. Keep going, keep going. No, that's, that's my 80s rap. I don't know how to do it anymore. Right, you need to watch more 80s films. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay, so where can people follow you? Where can people see your website and have a look at what you're doing? Uh, well, I've got a, my own website, which is jamesbush. Which is great that it's not someone else's. <laughs> jamesbush.co.uk, which basically has it has all my shorts on there, that, yeah. or the majority of them, and also the Cannibals link to the trailer and also the websites for Cannibals. Perfect. So there, yeah, and I'm on... <laughs> Like Twitter and Insta, but I'm assuming I'm at James Bush on Insta. I don't really so know. So cool, doesn't even know. It's so cool, doesn't he doesn't even know. I think on uh, Twitter, though, I'm at Tallinator. At what? Tallinator so, on, in, on ta- Twitter. Tallinator? Tallinator. T-A-L-L-Y-N-A-T-O-R. It's basically my nickname when I was younger was Tally. Uh, and it's like a play on Terminator. Yeah. Tallinator. Yeah. So it might be Tallinator or Tallinator 101. I can't remember. Follow them both. Uh, yeah, I haven't. There'll you know, be a link. I haven't in the show logged notes. in. It's on my phone, and I haven't bothered to log you in. You know, are you not a Twitterer? You don't do I it. I do, yeah, a bit, but it's you know, it's oh, logged into it's my phone for like two years. So I've. Ah, I see. Okay, well, the link will be in the show notes <laughs> to that. So click yeah. on that and follow him and go change your stupid name. Uh, never. I'll do that. Never. No. <laughs> Good. Good for you. <laughs> well, I am going to go give some grapes to Zack Snyder. Before I do that, uh, you can follow us at Filmmakers Pod. You can follow me at Giles Alderson. Andy, where can people follow you? At 35mm DOP, 35mm DOP on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, what's that one? And life. Being prepared is everything. You can make your indie film, but go out there and do it. And if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well, it's your duty 
to send the elevator back down. James Bush, this has been amazing. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, until next Tuesday, when we will see you then, take care and take another step forward to making your indie film. Do it. Write that script. Get that film going. However it is, if you shoot over weekends or if you just want to do it in a three-week block and fucking do it, then do it. Make sure it's 4K, yeah? Because Netflix Netflix won't have it. There you go. Right, these grapes aren't going to eat themselves. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks, dude. Oh, thank you, man. That was wicked. Yeah, cheers, guys. (laughs) This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.